So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Car. <laughs> I don't know, like touching fire, was it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it! Dude, I'm not going to lie. That was one of the weakest can openings I've ever had on this podcast. This thing is a fucking spindrift. I don't know what it is. Hold on. Let's see here. Oh, it tastes like shit. It's real gross. I I don't recommend it. (laughs) Some shit my wife buys. It sucks. I'm not into it. (laughs) But what's up, dude? Welcome to Open Money Podcast. We're back another week doing the thing. Shout out to everyone who went to the Zero Swap Meet. Um... I didn't see a lot, enough videos or enough pictures. I wish there was more, but it looked like it looked like it was cool. It, like it was a good time. Uh, I ended up sending uh, the boys a little gift certificate, so hopefully, like someone picks up the hoodie of their choice or whatever from the moped store. But yeah, dude, uh, welcome back. We're gonna do this thing where we talk about mopeds. I don't know if you've ever listened to podcasts or not, but welcome to the show. I'm glad you found us. And uh, we kind of talk about these old vintage bikes and the weird addictions that all the people who are into them have ended up getting. And yeah, man. <sighs> so I'm live already with our guest, uh, Rick. What's up, dude? Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everyone who you are and where you're from. Hey, what's up guys. Um, my name is Rick. I am from Dallas, Texas. Um, I used to live in Austin for a couple of years after I graduated, uh, high school, went to school there and I moved back. Um, I got into the moped scene, I'd say maybe when, when I was like, I'd say 15 or so, um, I had traded my, my PlayStation for mini chopper for eventually a Suzuki F850. And then from then, you know, I've jumped from bike to bike. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I'm a realtor down here. I sell houses and, uh, Cousin business is a boom. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's it's super funny, too, like how, like, well, it's not funny. It, it makes sense. It makes total sense. But, like, to see, like, the widespread of career choices of all these people, and then our, then we all found ourselves in the mopeds. Like, you know, you have mechanics, and you have, like, doctors, and you have, like, lawyers, and you have realtors, and, you know, people who are, like, artists or in bands and do all this other stuff. And, like, we're all, like, found ourselves in the same hobby, which is I don't know. I feel like that's that's kind of how I feel about every hobby. Like it's cool to see like people from all different different walks of life like fall in love with the same thing. Precisely, man. It's it's weird. It's like we're all interconnected in this weird just niche thing, you know. Yeah. And um, it, it's odd because you have like the scooter people and then the bikers, like the real bi- you know bikers, and like then you, they're the moped people, and everyone hangs out in their own little group, but. I don't know. There's tension here and there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, there shouldn't be. It's just that, that love for two wheels, you know? You just want to get on a ride, get that little boost of adrenaline in your system, you know? Feel good about it. For sure. I think that's what we all want, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Something like, it's something too about, to say even about going slow. Like, just like cruising on a slow bike. Um, I don't know how that's like just as fun as going fast sometimes. Dude, exactly. Like, that's the weird thing. It's like, you know, I think whenever, you know, there are people that aren't, aren't into, like, bikes or, like, uh, motorcycles, so the, the idea of that kind of, like, freaks them out. 
But then it's like, at the same time you explain, you know, you're not going, you know, 50 miles an hour. And, and at that, that's kind of fast, but you're cruising at like maybe 20, 25 on, on something dead stock. And it's so enjoyable. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Just having something in between your legs that just propels you is, uh, is odd. <laughs> well, you should see me in the swimming pool. Like that thing between my legs. No, I'm just <laughs> Propels me right along. <laughs> yeah uh, oh, <laughs> but yeah like uh <laughs> that's funny fuck dude but like those bikes man little bikes small bikes like the thing about mopeds is that they're so small and they're so light that you that they don't feel like anything it's easy to control it's easy to handle like riding a big bike is like i've ridden motorcycles and stuff they're fun in their own way but like being on a highway on a motorcycle and going like 60 like feels like nothing like for those people who are scared about bigger bikes like don't be scared to step up like ride them on, on the on the city streets and stuff like stop and go and like turns and like you know riding a big bike slow kind of sucks but riding like a big motorcycle or something on the highway feels like nothing it's really really boring like i would rather ride a 40 mile an hour moped like in the city traffic than like be on a highway doing like 60 to 80 on a big bike. Cause you're just like, every car is going the same. You feel like you're not even moving. Like, that's why it's like it, the speed thing. Isn't even like, I don't know. It doesn't even become a factor. I feel like when you're riding a big bike until you get to like 90 or hundred or something where you're like, okay, now I feel like I'm moving, but like 60 to like 80 and you're going flow of traffic. You feel like you're going in slow motion. Cause everything's moving the same speed as you. So it's, really, it's a really weird feeling. That is so true, man. Oh my God. Like I never put it like in that perspective. Let me tell you my experience with this, this motorcycle. So this is how basically all the shit started. Can I curse on here? All the time. Okay. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I had gotten a, when PS3 first came out, I'd had mine for maybe two years mm-hmm. and I traded that for mini chopper. And then alongside that, I ended up getting a Suzuki F50. We sold both of those and got a, a Suzuki Marauder, an 800cc cruiser bike, and uh, we got we fixed it up. My dad had replaced the piston, um, and we got the bike running. Mind you, it still had its problems, but dude, this is an 800cc cruiser bike. I at the time weighed like 115. Like I'm a I'm a skeleton man. So imagine just like you know me trying to even like lug this thing around. Anyway, we got it running, and I was cruising around my neighborhood. And at the time I was like 15, I didn't understand like just physics, honestly. <laughs> uh, so I, I started speeding up and I hit about maybe like close to 50, 60 on a cul-de-sac and I was coming to the dead end and I was like, Oh no, but you're right. It's like, I, I hit the curb, flipped the bike. Thankfully I was fine. I, you know, scratched the bike up a little bit, but what, to your point, you don't even feel like you're going that fast. Like you don't, you don't feel it, dude. You're so right. I guess it's because, you know, the bike is obviously way heavier, but on the moped, you flick it. And, uh, it's like, <laughs> in, obviously you're not supposed to flick it around. You're not in <laughs> moto, but like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so much more maneuverable compared to a real motorcycle. Yeah. Like some people can refer to it. You can refer to it two ways. You can refer to it as twitchy. Like it's like you, you you touch the handlebar, you move it a little bit, and like it like it, it jumps around, it moves really easily, and like and it definitely doesn't feel like it's sturdy as like a big bike. Like a big bike's got all this weight behind it, and like it feels really planted into the ground once you're rolling. But a moped, like 
you can lean it over and toss it around, which is like, I don't know. I feel like as far as like learning how to ride, learning how to ride on mopeds, great. You learn a lot of cool things. It's really easy to learn on. And then like people step up to bigger bikes and they don't, they never learned about counter steering because there's no counter steering on mopeds. Well, there is if you, if you, if you ride like that, but most people are on a moped. Like you just turn the handlebar the direction you want to go or lean the bike over and the bike goes that way. And like, they don't have to think about counter steering cause they're not controlling a shit ton of weight. So that's like the they- only like, weird thing i think people when they step out the bigger bikes they might not understand yeah yeah i could see how the transition could be a little weird for sure i totally get that i remember like first reading about counter steering because i was like huh what's this counter steering thing about and i like read about it and i was like and then i went on my moped i tried it on a moped and i was like oh i get what they mean like i never had to actually do that before Cause like the moped, you just toss it like the way you want to go. You're like, oh, I'm going left. Cool. I'm gonna lean, lean the bike left or turn left. It's gonna it's gonna go instantly. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's all about that weird like lean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I feel like I, I always do that thing where like I start talking about something. I'm not sure if everyone understands what I'm saying, but um, because a lot of us ride mopeds, so some of us haven't ridden motorcycles. But like counter steering is when you. If you want to, if you want to go left, like you say, you're getting ready to take a big left, like a left turn, like a big left curving turn or something, and you want the bike to go left, instead of like turning the handlebars to the left, you actually push the handlebars to the right, and it makes the bike lean to the left, and that's why they call it counter steering, which is weird. It is weird. I'm actually looking it up right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a really weird concept, but like. You're going, you're on a big bike and instead of like turning the bars, the the direction you want to go, you, you do the opposite. You, you push. So if I want to go left, I push my left hand forward and that makes the bike lean left. So the bike starts turning that way. Right. And then like, and then like going right, you do the opposite. So it's, it's weird, but it it just shifts the weight because the bike's so much heavier. It like, it's, it's an easier way to turn, turn it. And you don't have to do that on mopeds. Mopeds are little, but you can. Yeah. If you're going really fast on a moped and you're like, you counter steer into a turn, like you'll see the the bike will do the thing you're trying to make it do. It's funny. That is odd. But, yeah, I'm looking at like the, the yeah. overview map. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But back to you, dude. Like, so you got into mopeds when you were really young, huh? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I was like, I was 14, 15. Yep. Um, it's been an adventure, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, after I, I got into that. <laughs> a stupid wreck in my neighborhood we got rid of that bike and i didn't have anything for a minute until i moved to austin Mm -hmm. and um, basically two years about almost three moving to austin um i i fell back in love with you know two strokes and i found a uh a bat of a star flight for sale for 75 bucks and this dude was using it for lawn art so (laughs) i i got it man and i got it running um and they, I, I was living in an apartment at the time, and uh, I had it on my second floor balcony. And someone complained because because I was rubbing my my dumbass engine up there. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, that's how I, I got involved um, with mopeds again. And then I moved, and turns out, dude, that I lived literally down the street from where the Shanks like headquarters are. I'm part of the the moped club, right? Yeah. Now yeah. I am. I moved away and I had no idea. And <laughs> they were right there. <laughs> they were right there. And if I had known, I wouldn't have moved away and my life would have been totally different. But 
I moved and um and so, then I you know a shitty sax everyone knows sax sucks so I got a sax and I went to my first rally in 2018 and, and you know I get it it's a joke they were say, saying it playfully but really unless you have the D engine on the sax I'm sorry it's not that great and everyone was like you know toss your bike in the trash <laughs> <laughs> what was that first rally it was in Austin it was the uh the Shanks rally man it's the uh, the Texas Shanksaw Massacre. Okay. I remember that one. I think I had one of the Shanksaw in like a couple weeks or months or before that rally. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I love them all, man. I'm, we're, we're tight. Um, I'm, I'm close with just Tori and Shane up here. But we all we all chit-chat on our group and stuff. And yeah. um, it's awesome, man. Honestly, I, I'm really glad that there's like a community that that I'm a part of. I mean, it's, it's something cool, you know? Yeah. So needless to say, when you first got back into mopeds with your bad you didn't know the shank shot was down the street. So I'm assuming that you were just mopeding by yourself. How did you, oh. how did you find your, how did you find the rest of the community? Cause like doing it alone is cool, but it kind of sucks. Let me tell you, if this is honestly, this is, this should be made into a freaking movie. It's hilarious. So I was working at double Dave's. Double Dave's um, is, you know, famous around Austin, uh, here in Texas, but mainly in Austin. Um, and at the time, I was a driver, and there was a dude named Jesse who was uh, working in the kitchen. Anyway, I kind of despised Jesse because, like, he seemed like a like just a punk. And then he got fired. And then one day, I'm delivering pizza, and lo and behold, this dude on a blue mint condition Moby hauling ass past me. And I'm like, I had, I have my bad of it, right? But I'm in my, in my delivery car and I start honking at him and, uh, I'm like, dude, cool bike. And then I'm like, oh my God, you worked at double page. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, man, since then, like Jesse and I have been super tight when I lived in Austin, we would ride our bikes everywhere. So it was my bad of us and his Moby and we'd go all across town, man. And, uh, I love that dude. We're super tight. He was actually one of my best men in my wedding. Um, like that, it, that's, that's like a friendship right there. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, uh, that's how I got into like the, well, I, you know, I met, I met him and then what got me into the shank, um, I'm trying to remember, I think I, Lester who owns Austin Moped, I think mentioned Ali, uh, the Austin rally or something. I, I saw it on Instagram somewhere and I looked into it and then, um, I ended up going down there and I met. Corey and Shane and the Shanks and the Dallas crew and the Austin crew. And that's how I got, got in really. Hell yeah. That's cool. I like, I like how it started. Cause you were like uh, some weird creeper chasing down a guy on a bike. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was blown. <laughs> I was because you don't see those things. You don't see those bikes anywhere. And, and I thought my bad of it was special. Like I was like, man, this thing rips. It may be a piece of shit and it's rusted out here and there, but you know, I rode that thing everywhere. And then when I saw Jesse's bike, I wigged out. I like had a, a moped gasm, dude. I was yeah. like, I got to hunt this guy down now. Like <laughs> well, when you get bit by the, like the moped bug, you know, like everything that sounds like a two stroke sparks your interest. So like you hear something two stroke coming and like, you're instantly looking around like, what is it? Where is it? Is that a moped? Like it could be a lawnmower. It could be a weed whacker. And you're just like, you're looking forward until you see it. And like, I feel like you, you have to like chase those people down. Like I've done it before. I've 
chase down guys on mopeds in my car and be like, yo, what's up? Like, join this Facebook group. We do rides weekly, you know? Like, uh, so- it's, it's like, it's, it's weird because you have to, like, the communities are so small and they're so niche that, like, it's hard to find them. So when you see some team rando out there doing their thing, you're just like, yo, I need to like get this person to hang out with us. Cause like that, cause that, that could be your next best friend. That could be your next homie. Cause they're into the same thing you are. Dude, you're right. It's, it's weird how like, you know, it's almost like being attracted to, to magnets. Like that's it. We're, we're all in that kind of weird bubble. And, and I feel like it's natural for us to want to be in groups like that. Cause it's comforting, like camaraderie and finding that finding a hobby or something that you enjoy. Like, I mean, there's nothing like it. it it's pure joy. Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's been a weird ride. Um, do you like, what do you ride? So I have a, like, I've been in it a long time. So I have a shit ton of mopeds. Like, like I've probably owned, I don't know, 50 or more. I don't know. A lot over the years. And like, I'll buy them and I'll flip them and sell them. But like I started out riding motorbikes and then I got into hobbits because like, I was like obsessed with this dude from the ghost riders who like built like this cool Moby. So I wanted to be just like him. And then, <laughs> and then he got into hobbits and I was like, well, I guess that's the next move. <laughs> so I was like doing what that guy was doing. And you know, I've wrote hobbits for years and then I, but I've had everything. Like I've had pooks, I've had the sacks, I've had Tomos, like I've had derbies. Like I got a bunch of shit. I'm like, oh, the only yeah. thing I haven't like, well, I've owned a Vespa, but I never wrote it. So like I held it in my sat in my garage and it was like full of shit. And I was like, uh, that's 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 another project to get into, and I'm already doing too much shit. I'm gonna sell this. I feel that it yeah. happens, but I've owned everything it, except for like a straight up Badavis. Like the only Badavis I owned was like a the the Grand Prix. So it was a like one oh version. Nice. But like yep. yeah, yeah. And I have never owned like a weird like Indian or something, you know? <laughs> oh, dude, I wrote <laughs> some that weird random I shit. one, man. Those are freaking. I mean, they're uh, what what knockoff are they? They're knockoff. Uh, I can't remember what the knockoff other- is, but like they're weird. Like <laughs> they look cool. They got like you know they look like a motorcane kind of or like a like a sax ish like eagle or weird looking shit. It's an odd. It's I've a, seen them. It's an odd looking bike. They look cool. Like they're like you know you get the ones that got those little rainbow stripes or whatever. Like they're like cool looking step throughs. And you're like, damn, this thing looks cool, but they're well, they suck. It's trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like your sacks and like your Badavis. Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> okay, wait. To be honest with you, the Badavis I had was a Laura M48. Mind you, they don't make parts like for that. They make high comp heads. But the one I had was, uh, it, it was belt driven. It wasn't a very, it had a belt um, to, to start it. And let me tell you, man, like that thing fucking hot. I'll be honest with you. It, it did me wonders. Like it was a good learning experience. Um, but the other bat of ascension freaking sucks ass. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, when um, you have so a bike that works, strange. it works, right? Right. You're right. <laughs> like that's the best you're- part about it. Like when you have a bike, you have to work on all the time. Like it's, it, it makes it more of a pain in the ass, especially if you're getting, if you're new to it or you're trying to get into the hobby, like, yeah. but starting with a bike that just does the things it's supposed to do, at least for like a good six months before, like, you know, it starts falling apart. Like, 
<laughs> it's a world of difference. I'm with you on that. Um, dude, you're exactly right. I, so after that rally, like everyone was like, you gotta get a pook. So I found a uh, free spirit and then I moved on to now I have a maxi. I built a Magnum, got all the pieces. I got the frame. I did everything for that stupid bike. I gotta just <laughs> like in it now. But my, my, my next project, dude, and I'm, this is, I'm unveiling it on your podcast, man. This is big. Like, oh, I mean, oh. it's, no anyone but like the like this is this is the bee's knees all right <laughs> a rigid swinger that yeah. i'm going to extend the rear and then we're going to chop the head tube uh for the fork and and basically re-weld it and try and find real springer forks for it and i'm going to chop this mother effort out Super so hard raked out chopper dude i have uh a tomo street mate from 2010 and we're going to stick that Kickstart 855 on there and throw on those big fat tires that the streetmate brings. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to get a, a, this dude to basically like uh, paint my, my tank to make it look like opal. And I'm going to have him powder coat the frame. And it's going to be the sickest freaking moped on the planet, dude. I'm so right. excited. A little peanut top tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something freaking dope. I think I might keep the... the um, the Pinto or the Swinger top or the tank, but but dude, it, I mean, I, I'm just like picturing in my head. It just it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Like um, we used to have a shirt that used the uh, it was on 1977's Garage. It was like one of the homies in Black Bike built this like chopper free spirit like uh derby, and it was called like the Chee Burger. Oh wow! Yeah, it was cool one. I like I'll find you the link. I'll send you a picture or something of it later. Yeah, yeah, please do, man. I I feel like I may have seen that bike somewhere. I've seen pictures. People have posted crazy chopper builds on uh in the group because I've asked I've asked for ideas and stuff. And I think I may may have seen that bike you talk. It's um I've seen a free spirit with the derby and it, it was chopped out. It had to have been that one. Yeah, it was like I think I had like dual headlights and it was like uh like like rainbow colored like it had like some like color fade to it, it like yellow orange red or something yep that's the bike that's the one i've seen i know yeah. exactly i actually threw it <laughs> yeah, that thing was sick dude it ripped we were that's at cool. uh we were at some rally in fucking in in philly like went to a legion rally and, and uh the homie ran out of tank like ran out of gas like on that bike we were on some long ass road and they took us out to delaware on the way back from another state and like he ran out wow. of gas and, like, I pulled over with my bike beside him. I had a top tank that I could, like, remove at any time. Like, it wasn't, like, oh. it wasn't, like, bolted in. It was, like, just, like, fitted. So, like, I yeah. I pulled it out and, like, took my tank off and poured gas into his tank. And then we shoved it back in and, like, caught up to the rest of the pack and never, like, lost the ride. It was sick. Oh, man. You saved the freaking oh, day, dude. dude. It was super clutch. Oh, dude. yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's what I love about top tank. Like, my Magnum. Dude, I think I've filled that tank, like, maybe once, twice, like, to the very brim. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, when does that run out of gas? Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, for awesome. real, like, this week in mopeds, I I ran out of gas in, in a Cobra. So, like, a bike that should never run out of gas because it holds, like, a ton. Like, I went on a ride with uh, Smog Squad, our friends in Smog, through a ride last weekend. And I went out with them and ripped around. 
and like didn't fill my tank, you know, when they went to the gas station, I'm like, oh, there's plenty of gas in this thing. So it was a cool, no big deal. Made it home, did all the shit. And then like I grabbed it to go back to work, like from lunch one day this week. And I was like, yep, rode to work. Like everything's fine. I'm like, cool. I'm going to swing by the garage, see what the fucking rebels are doing and stuff. And like three blocks out, I fucking ran out of gas. I'm like, oh my Aww. God. I'm like, what an <laughs> idiot. Like, who leaves the garage without looking in their gas tank of a moped? <laughs> uh, dude, we've all been there. Yeah, that's like number one rule. Like, should be like that should be in like the top five rules. Like, check check if the bikes got gas before you go anywhere. <laughs> you know what's hilarious is that we rode mopeds yesterday to get tacos, and my wife. Well, I let her ride my maxi. We ran out of gas, dude. So we had to walk our ass to a gas station. <laughs> yeah, walking moped sucks. Like, I'm not into it. <laughs> Like I'm yeah. much, like I'm gotten definitely got into the age where like I'd much rather just like lock my bike up and like call an Uber because it's like chiller than like walking somewhere. Yeah, but like it's true. this week I was like I was like all right cool I'm I'm only like eight blocks from a gas station like I'm not gonna die like put on some music take a little stroll you know but I yeah. like, I was like real close like I I wanted to do it really bad because I was like this is gonna make a great story for the podcast and. I'm walking my bike to the gas station and and I walk past one of those bird scooters and I was like, yo, I could like sit on my moped and fire up this bird scooter and use the bird scooter to like move my moped. I thought it was you- a I thought it was a great idea. Like I I tried to like download the app and like the app was fucking too big. It was like 68 uh, megabytes it was gonna take fucking like 15 minutes to download i'm like dude i could walk there in 15 minutes like never mind but i was like uh, i thought it was gonna be clutch dude i was like yeah this is gonna be a, make a great story like yeah my moped motor doesn't run but this scooter does dude that that would have been that would have been awesome can you imagine <laughs> yeah it, it would have been an even better story when i ate shit and like fucked up a cobra <laughs> man like what did you do to that gas tank well you don't want to know you don't want to know, honestly. That's hilarious. So, Those covers are cool. They're so, so really you got in pretty into mopeds at that at this point. You've like got a maxi. You've got a swinger. Like, how did it like accelerate into like really getting into the hobby deep? Um, it it honestly, it all started with wanting to build a Magnum, like wanting to build because I've always wanted a, a Magnum, man. Like to me. That's that to me, dude. That is the cream of the crop. That is like, that is when I say moped, I'm like, I want that, you know. And it's so easy to to modify them and make them look like cafe racers, and you know, do God knows what to it, so on and so forth. But um, Shane went out to Tennessee and he messaged me. He's like, Hey, man, I got this frame, and I'd been looking for a frame, and at the time I had a free spirit, and I was like, All right, bet. So. Shane flew with it back. That's how good of a friend he is. And, and flew with it back. We, um, you know, took everything off my free spirit and put it onto the frame at that point. And then I was on my hunt for all the parts. So we're talking top tank, the original seat, uh, the side covers. All, all I'm missing is a trunk lid. Um, so we threw that on the bike. And what we did, man, is I, I was like, I've got to make this the tip like the very the best moped you could make in regard to like speed so i put a polini kit on it um we dremeled out the case 
uh, has a, a lightning clutch bell, has a uh, trip, uh, metric clutch. Trip metric. Yeah. Uh, um, and jammer. Yeah. I, I have the, the top of the line with, with blue springs. Um, what else? I mean, I went all out on that Sam engine, dude. Uh, I got a PHPG 19. Um, anyway, it's, it's my favorite bike and it easily does almost 60. I'm not even like, I'm not trying to toot my horn or anything, man, but it hauls fucking ass. And, uh, I wow. just got to paint it. All the colors mismatch now. I feel it. I feel it. I feel like that. Like what? What pipe? What pipe is on it? Um, it's a uh, what are they called? It's an estoril. Okay. And I think it's like the, one of those side. Yeah, the weird like estrol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's one of those. Yeah, I mean that's like that's a, that's almost sixty mile an hour setup for sure. Like plenty kits are fast. You know. Yeah. Out the box, yeah. it's a pretty solid kit. Oh, of course, that's the stuff he cranked up. Um, but yeah, man, <laughs> it's crazy. That's a good move. That's a, it's you definitely went about it the hard way. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's like that, that's the that, problem when you're trying to when you're really set on finding the bike or the certain bike. It's like sometimes yeah. you got you get it any way you can, and it's, it's like true. damn, like how much easier it would have been to just like wait three years until you found like a complete one, you know? Exactly. But, <laughs> but it, it's mopeds. Like it's the love of it. It's like sometimes dude, piece it's, the puzzle together is half of it. It's, it's such like an awful itch. Cause you know, like I, I have, I can, I can go out of my way and get the parts without a problem. And, and if I can, that's the kind of person I am. Like once I set my mind on something, man, it's going to happen. Like that's who I am. So, if if I can just do it, I I, I went balls deep basically, um, but yeah, you know there are way easier ways now that I realize like variated bikes are way faster and you could tweak them so much and I love my Magnum but man you could really go out on like go crazy on a on a variated you know one hundred three or something and just just rip you know what I'm saying yeah I actually had like a a big French dude on a couple like think last week. Was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. Vincent, we like he built like race like movies, and it's just like, let's talking to him again. Just remind me of like how deep the French like rabbit hole goes. Like, yeah, you could dump yeah, right. thousands and thousands of dollars into like a, a a French bike to make it like go fast. <laughs> it's insane, man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think I went the way like I went the way I wanted because. Like you don't know, like you said, you just don't know. And, and when you're in on it, like you're, you're not going to just like <laughs> stop, at least in my case, at least. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah. like if you like, there's a lot of people who like get one type of moped and like they stick with that make or that model or whatever. And like, yep. Like I'm a poop guy. I'm only doing E fifties. Like, Oh, I'm a, I'm the Tomos person. Like we have a guy in town, T- Justin from the rebel rousers and he, He's got one pook, but he's like, I'm a Tomos guy. He's got a garage full of Tomoses with the same setup. And it's like, mm-hmm. for some of us, that's cool. That's what they're into. And you have like, you know, you can you can exchange parts easily. There's like, oh, yeah, I can just swap that to this whenever I want. Because like, you know, I got redundancy. I can like do whatever I want. But like, yeah. and there's like the other part of us that are in the hobby that are just like, man, like, I wish I could have one of everything. You know, like yeah. I just want 
to experience those different bikes and those different motors and like look into them and see how they work and like, you know, figure out all the, you know, the ways to fix it and get it to go. And like, I don't You're know. You're exactly right. So like, it's just, I feel like it's just a preference. It just depends on like the personality of the person. Like, do, Dude, you, want, do you want a bunch right. of projects and a bunch of puzzles or <laughs> are you cool with like just knowing something all the way a hundred percent in and out and you know, then they can just unlock it. Like no matter what they're like, yeah, I got this bike. This bike's on lock. That's, that's what I'm starting to like dip my toes into because I've had poops. I have a maxi, a free spirit. Uh, I had the swinger, not anymore. Chop that one up. Um, and like, I, I'm at the point to where I want to mess with Tomos. So that's why I got that street mate. Cause like, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to know more. And I know, you know, Pook engines. Well, I know E50 as well. The lower M48 Batavis engine is super easy to work on. And uh, the sack, of course, taking apart that, that stupid clutch 50 billion times, dude. Of course, you have to know that engine. So I well. Um, but yeah, man, I, I want to dip my toes into like just learning more. And this is why I'm making the chopper. Because for one, it's a bike I have to go out of my way to like build up. Like from basically just a frame and a donor bike. And, and that's what I'm excited to do. Like getting to... To apply my knowledge from, you know, having E50s and, and messing with Pooks to putting a, a whole bike together and making it work. Like, that's the beauty of this uh, hobby. You know, you could do so many things in so many different ways. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I, I think redundancy is for reliability. And I'll be honest with you, all my bikes are runners, man. They will get you from point A to point B. Um, but it's because they're all Pooks. Like, they're, I know Pooks. Like, I know they're easy to work on and... Um, at least in my case, and uh, I have parts for them in case something happens. So, in, yeah. in in context, like if I was to use a daily, I'd rely on on what I know works. Yeah, I feel like that's another thing. Like when I was like years back, like ten years back or eight years back or whatever, when it's like you're riding a moped heavy, like I feel like it's for everyone. When you're riding a moped super heavy, like you're riding it daily, like like. Not like, oh, yeah, this is my daily rider that I kind of ride occasionally. I'm like, no, I'm talking about the guys who are like, yeah, I live in this small city. This is my daily rider. I ride this moped every single day to go everywhere I go. Like going from that to like occasionally riding a moped, you're beating these bikes into the ground. You're dogging them. And like you need that redundancy. You need like that pile of parts and like a little bit of knowledge to keep it going because you're riding it so much. You're right, dude. Um, you're so right. I would, so before I got married, my, um, my wife at the time, she was my girlfriend. She lived or my fiance, she lived, uh, 14 miles away from my house out, out in like backcountry roads. Um, and let me tell you, man, I put my maxi through hell, like through hell and back. There's, it's so awful, dude. I should not have been riding my bike like this, but you live and you learn. I rode my maxi one day there and the clutch was going out and I was like, all right, I made it to her house. Hopefully I can make it back. I wake up, my tire's flat, and my clutch is going out, and I'm like, I, I I just went for it. And I thought I could make it home if I was going maybe 10 miles an hour. So done. So done with me, dude. I burned my clutch out. My bike wasn't even moving. I have a flat tire, and I'm just like 14 miles away from my house. So you could just imagine the hell I went through. <laughs> That's a lesson a lot of us have to learn the hard way. Sometimes – you you hear the bike wake, making that horrible noise and you should just stop. Like, yeah, you know it's gonna it's almost broken. Leave it alone. But 
a lot of us have that mentality where just like if it if it still runs, don't fix it, you know, like like I'll fix it when it breaks. Like <laughs> when it actually dies, that's when I'll work on the bike. Yeah. I got to the point of desperation on that in that that morning that I was like, man, I don't give an F. I'm not going to get off my bike on these roads because, like, I don't want to get hit by a car, obviously. So I don't care. didn't care if I was going literally five to ten miles an hour. I was determined to get home. And after that, dude, I had to replace so many parts. I mean, my clutch went out. I destroyed my aerosol kit. My wheel was flat. Like, it was just, you know, it was a moped nightmare, basically. But thankfully, it's fine now. So (laughs) we live and we learn, you know? Definitely. Dude, so you told me you were, like, hanging out the shanks and you finally found yourself, like, into the moped community. Like, how was that? Like, did, what, were you guys doing weekly rides? Were you, like, you know, you hit the first rally and all that stuff? How did, how did it all start, like, once you met Jesse? Um, yeah, well, it was, uh, it was Tori and Shane. I met them. And then, uh, so... We need actually to get more people up here in Dallas because it's just us three. The main, like, the Shanks headquarters is really in Austin. Um, but what we do is they come up or we go down and we just ride. Um, I ride to Shane's all the time. He lives, he lives like, eight miles away from me. So Shane and I hang out um, at least once or twice a week. And uh, But we ride. I ride all the time um, down to him. And we, we go on rides up here. But yeah, that's how we'll do it. We either go down there or they come up here. What's the distance between the two cities? Um, we are talking three and a half hours, so about three hundred miles or so. That's pretty. That's pretty significant. Yeah, I, you've, everyone forgets how big fucking Texas is. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's 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 ridiculous. Like getting out of Texas is fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three hours. I'm like, yeah, three hours. I could be like two states away. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we went on a California road trip once, and it took us eight hours to get out of the state. So that just gives you an idea for those who aren't like, yeah, in we, Texas. We had an Austin rally once, and I just remember, like, when we got to Texas, it was like, all right, guys, it's eight more hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the t- so the scene, like, in Dallas is, like, you know, kind of small. You're saying it's, like, a couple of you guys? Is there, are there other groups or other riders in Dallas with you? Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like there, there are a few people here and there. Um, I personally don't know that many people that like ride mopeds, but we know that like, because Shane sells bikes, I know that there are a lot of people out there with like bikes, like we've built up. So I know they're out there, but, but yeah, man, like we would love to, to get a group together. Um, and that's the thing is like convincing people to get a moped because people will come up to you and they'll be like, Oh, you know, that's great. It's sick ride. So on and so forth. But it's like, it's cool. But would you be down to ride one? That's the, that's the question. Um, and we need more people for sure. Yeah. So how was it like getting into the club? Like, was it like a prospecting period you had to do or how'd that go? So, um, because like I said, of the distance, um, we would do just weekly zoom calls. Uh, Tori is the president up here in Dallas. So of course she, she's, uh, has some sort of like leadership position and she just talks to the guys in, uh, in Austin. Um, so I was friends with them before I even got into the, into the club and, and I would hang out with, with Shane a lot. And, uh, you know, 
they they talked about it and they decided to just put me in. And of course, I was putting in my time working on my own bikes and and learning the hobby. So uh, that's how I really got in per se. I don't know. I don't know how how everyone else does it. Maybe there's like a weird initiation or something. But um, you know, it, it's all based on character. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it's just based on the right time, dude. If you can see someone's like putting in the time and the effort, then then they're down. Like that's that's all it is, dude. You're friends, you're into the hobby, you love it, but you, everyone just kind of I feel like everyone wants to just see that someone else really cares about this, you know, hobby and like that they are putting in the effort to like enjoy riding and learning and, you know, the hang out, all this stuff. Precisely. Like that's it, man. Like, like this is this is um, a weird niche, and uh, like some, like I'll be honest with you, I I have that addictive personality. Like, if I like something, man, I will research it until I literally like get sick of it. Like, I want to know every single detail, and then once it's going through my head a billion times, like I'm over it. But like with mopeds. It's the problem that keeps on going. Like, yeah. there's always something to do, you know. Yeah, there's always something to learn. There's always like another bike to break. <laughs> yes, all the time. It never ends. Like, like yesterday, um, my wife accidentally like broke those stupid like pedal arms, you know, for the chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've replaced that thing four freaking times on my maxi. Like, uh, I just. There we go again. <laughs> I legit hate that part. The, uh, the, the pedal chain adjuster on a, on a Pook is like super annoying. <laughs> oh dude. It's, it's, it's like the bane of my existence. Yeah. I, I was telling, I'm going to get a pedal start or I'm a pull start. Cause fuck this. I'm over it, dude. Like always break. Yeah. And I feel like all the aftermarket ones are trash too. They are trash. They're garbage. It's They're like, dude, this tensioner thing is not where it's at. <laughs> Hey, hey, Treatland, do better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, dude, everyone loves treats. They're doing pretty sick. <laughs> like, hey, Treatland. Think about the dark ages, bro. You weren't around for the dark ages when people were, were, <laughs> were just sending money out into the ether and hoping some parts showed up six months later. Hey, Treatland, make them out of that. <laughs> so what's your, uh, like, uh your current situation with mopeds like how's it how is it for you right now oh dude it's cool um i have so i live in an apartment uh for now and what's dope is like i have a little storage unit i basically use as a garage and like it's not a real garage because i was i meant to get one but uh they didn't have any at the time so the lady's like yeah you could rent out this you know five by eight storage unit five by seven or something for 30 bucks a month and i was like bet dude i'm in so it's not a bad size for 30 bucks yeah man it's great i have five bikes in there right now and you know if i need to work on one i just put whichever ones i'm not working on out and i just i have a little room and area to myself Mm -hmm. and that's my haven like like you know every guy wants their own little spot like i told my wife when we get a house the garage is mine like you can do whatever you want but that (laughs) that have the house (laughs) is mine like i don't care that space <laughs> is mine like yeah. i don't fit like that's that's my that's how i see it and that's my current situation my wife's down dude she she knows like she'll never have a spot to put her car in the garage <laughs> yeah like yeah. Oh, <laughs> two-car garage cool that half is full of mopeds that don't run this half is full of the ones that do bingo dude <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is like 
you have to have your space. Like you have to, like when I'm in, when I'm working on my bike, it's the most Zen thing. Like all the stress, all the things that have bothered me. Like I just, I lose myself wrenching on, on something for three hours. Like I, I de-stress and decompress. And it's like a way like just clear, clear your mind. And you're just like, you're, you're, you're focused on the problem at hand. Yes, exactly. Bingo. Yeah. And then like, uh, uh, I did that thing in game where like, I, like I've, I have moped parts that I've bought and like, you know, they're stacked in the corner or in a box or something. And I'm like, man, I like, I could really use like an ignition. And I was like, damn, I think I need to order ignition. And then I get on Treatland. And like before I make the order, like let me double check, and I find that I already have the part like in the garage that I'm getting ready to order. I'm just like, dude, like I'm I'm <laughs> I'm piling up way too many parts. I need to start like I always say I need like to make a list and just have it on the wall somewhere, but I forget. Yeah, or yeah, just I'm a with shelf, you. One shelf that just has like new parts on it. <laughs> dude, and and this is the thing is like, you know, I'm limited to the space I have, which is honestly. A good thing. The best thing on the planet because <laughs> if I wasn't, <laughs> I'd have like twenty bikes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is true. So that's that's I guess a good limiting factor, maybe a blessing in disguise. But what it, what it's also forced me to do is get my bikes running, dude. Like get all the ones I have running and make them all reliable. That's what I realized. Like it pushed me to do that because I don't have the space to have you know ten bikes. So the ones I have. They're all pretty good. They'll they'll get me from point A to point B. I try and ride at least you know once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets warmer. I can. Uh, I don't. I don't work too far away from my office, but it's the issue of smelling like gas, dude. Like carburetor fumes and stuff. Uh, so I got to figure that out. Um, yeah, it's probably never it, gonna be a good move for you. <laughs> no, man. I, I I work at an office, and I need to like show up like. I work at an office, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. yeah, sorry, you can't like work in a print shop or something cool like me, <laughs> dude. If I could, I was like, oh, I smell like gas today. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I did ask permission for uh, from the property manager. I was like, so it's cool if I ride my moped up here, right? She's like, oh yeah, it's fine. No problem. Just park it out in the garage. And I was like, no. Yeah. So I, it can happen maybe one day, but not anytime soon. Yeah, something about those those fucking bikes. Like I remember, like going to restaurants, you know, and you go there like in a big group with a moped ride, and then like the waitress just comes over and she's just like, "You guys smell gas?" Like, cause like all of us smell like gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um, it's if you're into that kind of thing, like if you don't mind, it's one thing, but like people around you definitely will say something. Yeah. And and sometimes it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable because, like, I, I just I don't like smelling a lot of gas, so I can't imagine other people loving that. They say, "Oh, I love the get smell of gas." It's like, do you, dude? Do you like smell of gas? Like, <laughs> some, some, of them, some of them do, love. man. Some of those people, like, you know, they they grew up with their with their dad who had like a fucking Camaro or some shit in the garage, or dad was always working on something, or mom was working on something, so they like. So they so they they have a fond memory of like that gasoline smell, and they're like, oh, like it makes them like reminisce, you know. And then like, yeah, so I can see like when someone's coming from like that that like you know that point of view, they're like, oh, like this makes me think of my dad or something. Like oh, I miss the smell. Say that. 
it, I get I get like that too, dude. When I smell like when I smell gas just out and about, and I, I and I don't smell like gas, I'm like, oh yeah, being five, it was cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just maybe it's just me, dude. Maybe I just got sick and tired of smelling like freaking gas. Like it just makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Like working on mopeds is definitely like not a not a clean uh not a clean hobby. <laughs> It's never clean, and I'm always like, "All right, what what clothes am I gonna tear up today when I ride my moped?" Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you know, you shitty. Don't want to ruin your shoes. <laughs> like your hands are always like stained. Fingernails are dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's fun though, man. Like my favorite thing to do is to pull up, like, uh, at a bar, like at an outside bar, or like. You know, anywhere where there's a crowd and people always like ooing and awing at, at the moped, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like hot rod or something. It's so funny. Yeah, that's just like so many people like haven't seen them. Like it's funny because it's they're not around. So like a lot of people just like haven't seen mopeds, or they or yeah. they have. It's you know forever ago. It's true. I uh, yesterday when we were out riding. Um, this old couple was leaving. When I say old man, I mean like they were easily in their seventies. They were leaving, and uh, the gentleman goes, "Hey, are these mopeds?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "They're German." And I go, "Yeah." He's like, "Wow, I was in Germany in the seventies, and and you know what? What the young kids? What we used to call the young kids?" And I was like, "What?" He used to call them um, Hell's Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, I, you know, I laughed and, and, the the, his wife was like, yeah, these are so much fun and so on and so forth. And it was cool. It was a fun, fun little chat we had. That's great. I love the, like, I love the conversations you get into because of mobeds. Like you never know what kind of like opener it's going to spark. Yeah. I've had people come up to me at gas stations when I, when I ride the, uh, so I have a free spirit. I see chocolate forks on, mm-hmm. so I ride everywhere. Um, and this dude just came up to me and. He was wigging out about my bike and asking me if he was electric and stuff. And I was like, ah, no, <laughs> sorry. No. Um, but he, he, I was like, he told me he rode 50 CC stuff. And I, I gave him my number and I was like, dude, let's go out and ride. Like we want to get a group going and never hit me up. But, but yeah, you, you run into weird people and weird situations. Yeah. That's like, I try to think of like other ways to like grow the scene or like, you know, at least like, in my local area, like smaller areas, you're like, like, how do you get more people involved? And like, that's always like the question for us. I think what I'm going to start doing is posting on my, um, on my Instagram story, just like who wants to meet up or who wants to ride mopeds or like some, cause I have plenty of, of loaner bikes. Like I could easily let someone ride one of my bikes. Um, and just go from there, man. Like that's the only way I feel like I can, I can really reach out to people or, or put them in, uh, put something in the, uh, in the, in the poop group, um, on Facebook or something. Cause you're right. It's, it's just, it's hard kind of getting people out. Yeah. So you have like this weird, like a uh, bicycle meetup in town, like, like a small critical mass or something they do like every couple of weeks. And I'm like, dude, it'd be sick to like, and they have like a decent turnout. And these are like, you know, a lot of kids out riding bicycles. And I'm like, dude, like, I think these are the same people that would be into mopeds. Like if I could find a way to get them like into mopeds, 
but that that require I feel like it requires me convincing more of my moped friends to like bring their mopeds to the bicycle meetup and just like hang out and like have these kids be like, oh man, what are those? And like here, ride it around the parking lot, enjoy, and then trick them into loving mopeds. Yeah, I feel like it's always a trick. I'm always trying to trick someone. <laughs> <laughs> like little little do they know this is an addictive hobby. They're gonna go down the rabbit hole. Dude, that's the thing. Is like, so my first free, free spirit frame I gave to my cousin with like, I'm gonna give him an E50 and wheels and stuff from from leftover parts. Mm-hmm. So our plan is to uh, build his bike up before the summer because hopefully it happens. We eventually plan on having a rally later on in the year. Um, but we want to get our bikes ready before then. But yeah, that's you're right, dude. I'm like, once I get his bike running, he's gonna be like, holy shit, this is dope. Let me get into it. So I feel like I'm gonna get him get him started with that itch. Yeah, here's your first taste, kid. The first, the first pack's free. You gotta re up. You gotta re up with me. Honestly, dude, like I, I'm, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm gonna build you a bike. Like, I hope you get into this. <laughs> it's like, oh, the gateway drug. <laughs> Pretty much, and and what was like, he already likes you know cars and bikes and stuff like that. So I think he'll get hooked. Oh yeah, dude. Speaking of rally, um, just tonight. I got a, we got a post in our in our Richmond group chat from one of our homies in Philly that the Legion Mobile Club just announced their rally date. And it's going to be um, August 12th through the 14th. So I'm like, damn, dude. Philly Fun Fist 6.9, August 12th through the 14th. Did you say in Philly? Yeah, Philly. Oh, wow. Like, I don't know. Philly's, Philly's had some pretty famous rallies, man. They've had... um. Never spaghetti, where everyone got food poisoned. Uh, they had the year the dam broke, where everyone almost drowned. Um, <laughs> they've had a lot of a lot of good ones, wild experiences for sure. That sounds like uh, an experience for sure. <laughs> yeah. Lot, lots of lots of cheese steaks. Um, you know, posing by the Rocky statue and running up the stairs. Philly's a good time. And it's like still it's one of the last like grungy cities, dude, where you can just like wall out in the streets and like moped or hobo camp under bridges. It's cool. Wow. That sounds like an interesting like weekend, honestly. I might consider like legit going, but it's so far, but I'll consider it. <laughs> we'll probably be like um, fucking thir- 27 hours, 30 hours for you guys or something. Yeah, it's going to be like a full day. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so, what was um, have you hit any other rallies besides the Austin one? No, man, because obviously you know COVID ruined everything. Um, my intention was to go to more rallies, but uh, 2019 was just a crazy year for me, and uh, 2020, you know, COVID happened. Um, what what we do want to do, Shane and I, is go up to the uh, Nashville rally. I think it's happening around the. Uh, 4.20, let me see, let me see the date. I think, hopefully I'm not getting the dates wrong. I want to say it's, one second, uh, April 22nd through the 24th. Not entirely sure, but I think those are the dates. I know it was 4.20 week. Hmm. I don't even know which one that is. I haven't heard of like a national rally being like. Oh no, Nashville. Ah, Nashville. Yeah, April 29th through May 1st. Oh yeah, oh. I got I got that one on lock because I'm I'm beating the war drum right now for Black Black and for uh, all the Richmond heads. I'm trying to get a good caravan crew together right now. Richmond, oh. I think we're at what are we at? 
I think we're at six. So right now we got six committed, but you know how that goes. Like they, people could bail, more people could come in on. So I don't know. I'm trying to get a good turnout. Like this might be like my last like hurrah for the year. So I'm like, mm, man, I gotta I gotta get in get in one good one. So I've been like, oh. I've been beating the war drum, dude. We gotta we gotta we gotta turn up for fucking Nashville. Dagger rally, there, baby. Highway to the dagger zone. I'm Bucking. there. I'm- Top Gun themed, and this and the new Top Gun movie comes out this year. Like, what's better? That's true. What is better? <laughs> I'm gonna watch that movie. It's gonna be sick. I can't wait. That's dope, man. I, I thankfully thank thank you so much. You cleared up those dates because like I was fucking I was so wrong. Um, but yeah, I'll be there. I'll be at the national rally for sure. We're gonna drive up. Um, Shane's from from uh, around there, so it'll be cool. Hell yeah. That's going to be a good one. Like, I don't know. I just hope they take us to the trace. That's all I want to do. Like, <laughs> like uh, just, just trying to go ride that road again, man. <laughs> have you been? I, we went to Nashville, God, dude, nine years ago. I don't know, a long-ass time ago. We went to Nashville. That was my second out-of-town rally when I got into mopeds. Nice. And it was, How uh, far is it? Uh, yeah. For us, it's... I can't remember, like nine hours or something. Oh, it's not too it's not, bad. It's that's... not crazy. It's not. It's not yeah. worse. I'm like yeah, twelve out. Like twelve hours is like I'll do twelve hours. That that's nothing. Like I I consider that being like nothing for a moped rally. Like oh, 12 hours. Okay, cool. That's easy. But like, I think the most we ever did was twenty six hours or something. Twenty. Whatever we went to, whenever we went to Austin was really far, and we went to Denver was really far. Like those were our wow. two, those were our two longest drives. We did New Orleans like a bunch of times, and that was like eighteen or something. So it's like you know, twelve to eighteen. I'm like, all right, cool, that's not horrible. But like when you start hitting like twenty hours plus, that's like we're like, uh, can we get out of the van yet? <laughs> Are we Dude, there yet? <laughs> That's something like I wish I had more people that were down like to do. Like I need a group that's hella down to go cross country and like moped around. Like that's fun, man. I mean, I'm all and like if you got enough people, anything's affordable. That's that's where it really comes down to. Yeah, it's true. It's like you can that's- most likely find a place to stay at a moped rally for free, or you can get an Airbnb that you all chipped in on, and like. We've like rented vehicles to go to rallies before. Like, oh, cool, cool. Like, we got enough people. Let's just rent a twelve passenger van because it's just as it costs just as much, and like you're not putting the wear and tear on someone's van vehicle. You can like you know like take less vehicles. Like, cool. We put everyone in this big ass van, and we'll get there. Renting like renting yeah. a trailer. I don't know. I feel like almost every rally I've been to, like that we've done in big groups, the price is always about the same. It's like anywhere from 100 to 150 dollars round trip which is nothing like 150 bucks to like go have fun in another state for a weekend you know yeah you gotta buy your own food and stuff when you get there but like your your gas and your like you know rental on the trailer or spot in the trailer or whatever it's like 150 bucks that's fine it's so worth it dude like it's so worth it but but yeah, we just have to find down ass mofos, bro. Because <laughs> you just gotta like plan it, dude. If you plan it, they'll come, bro. You gotta like someone's gotta fucking drive the ship. So someone's gotta be like, yo, this is where we're going. This is how much it costs. Get in the van. It's a hundred bucks. Get in the van. Stop making excuses. 
Yeah. Yeah. Get, two, it's going to be gone for two days. Get in the van. I'd be down. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down to get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like this Georgia rally next month too. Like I'm actually on Moped Army right now looking at the calendar. So it's like there's the Toledo Zero swap meet this week. Then you got um the the uh what is it, the Trash Pandas rally in Savannah, Georgia, March 18th through the 20th. And then the Dagger oh. Zone rally, Dagger Boys. And then it's Baker's Dozen. And then like, you know, Mosquito Fleet Throne Rally, Buzzard Throne Rally. There's some stuff on the calendar this year, man, which is cool to see. I see you guys got already chose one way late, dude. Shanks present uh, Big Dump Pleasures November. Yeah, it was in November. It was going to be uh, way down the road. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Y'all, That's I was cool. like, y'all, I think y'all like posted that date in November or in December or something, too. I remember like popping up on the Moped Army, and I was like, damn, like. They chose one way out there, like already. I know. I, I remember. See, I wasn't sure about like I knew it was going to be way late into the year. I didn't know when exactly, but that's good to know. Yeah, I feel like that's like a good move, especially for like clubs like where it's typically warm all year. You know, like the South, the West Coast. Like they should be doing their rallies like later in the year when everyone else is like cold and dealing with winter, and like they're like, man, this sucks. They want to get away from that like that's like the time for them to shine bro like yeah throw a rally when it's cold everywhere else so people can escape (laughs) yeah it's it's so hard when it's cold man like i don't mean to like bitch out or anything but like you know when it gets cold dude i mean it's cold and plus the windshield and you're just hauling ass you don't want to be a popsicle like (laughs) that's the worst but uh but yeah it's i feel that have you like you have like any like rhyme water like uh, warm riding gear? Um, I actually I just have a helmet, man. Anything anything I get like I have helmet and gloves and anything I wear that's a that's my riding gear. Mm. Like, so, like, I, I should invest in like a real like riding jacket. I guess I don't really know. Nah, I've never done that, but like I feel like I I think I would like invest in the like more like warm gear, like I. Like I got like decent gloves like a couple years ago. And I'm like I'm like damn these are these are clutch. Like forty degrees or below, fifty degrees or below. You're like having some legit warm gloves are like a game changer. Oh, I bet, I bet, dude. Yeah, that, like those those like like thick like wool socks or something are sick. You know, I, I've never had one of those like heated vests, but I feel like those would be sick. That's what I wear. I wear a vest. Like I wear um. So I usually wear like I try and wear a leather jacket usually, um, or I'll wear like a denim, um, a long sleeve, a denim, and then a vest, like a really thick vest. And dude, let me tell you, that really warms me up. Like the vest rips, but uh, but yeah, I need some some kick-ass gloves and maybe some wool socks, and I'll be okay. Yeah, like I got, like I I was never like a boot person either. Like when I was like younger, and then I finally like got like some like boots and I was like, Oh man, like these boots are warm. This, this is a great idea. Like why didn't I think of this sooner? Like riding in like mesh sneakers is never the best, the best plan. No. <laughs> like, in, the yeah. middle, in the middle of winter. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, nah, uh-uh. I try it, man. I wear, I call them my little Zelda boots or my little link, boots. like link boots, dude. And that's what I ride. <laughs> I used to ride. So funny. Yeah. 
Dude, so what are like some of your dream mopeds? Like what are, what are things you really want to to find? Um, what I would really like to find. There's some like I saw a dude today on the Facebook group post this crazy poop that he got and it was like this white one LC- that had LTD Magnum. Yeah, man, that one is beautiful. Like honestly, it's not even that. It's it's just I, I want something to complete my bike. Like I need, um, like a really cool speedometer, like the ones that the Magnum rings, it's like the speedometer and it has the, the switches and stuff. That's what I want. Um, there's this, uh, I, of course the Saks G3. That is, that is awesome to me. That is the coolest looking top tank, um, moped. And then, uh, there's this really cool motorbucane that came in black and gold. And uh, it looks oh. like something Batman would ride. It looks so the lay, cool. The lay Moby. The lay Moby. Yes, that's the one. It's like I like, uh, like the plastic tank around it and like the long square seat with the with the gold mags. Yes, that yeah. yes, that is to me like that looks like something Batman would ride, and I just think it's the coolest freaking like looking moped. Yeah, those are sick for sure. Um, besides that, I don't I don't necessarily like. I want to just build something, dude. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I have a dream bike per se, but like, I just want to build something freaking wicked, stupid fast or something like, like a chopper where I could just cruise and it could be my daily without any issues, you know? Yeah. I feel that for sure. It's like all the mopeds. I just got, I don't know. I want everything. Like I can't afford them all. <laughs> so I need to like, to like whittle it down. Like, all right, man. Let's get rid of some. I'm trying to like get, I'm getting to the point where now I just want to build like the collection of bikes I want to keep instead of like buying all the stuff that I don't want. It's hard. It's, it's tough. Yeah. We, we have a lot of bike or my, my buddy has a lot of bikes and, um, you know, he says the same exact thing. He's like, yeah, I want to keep the ones I want to keep and sell the ones I just want to get rid of. And he has some pretty rare bikes. So I feel that. Yeah. Are you guys still working on uh, growing the club? That's our um that's our goal. That's what we want to do. We want to grow the club up here. Um that's something I'm going to try and and do for sure. As of right now, like with there there have been no real efforts, but but my intention is to hopefully get more moped riders up here. I know there's like a, a car meet like down the road from me every Wednesday, so I'm going to show up on my chopper one day and and holler at those dudes and be like, yo, <laughs> you want to ride moped? <laughs> yeah. We used to, we used to pull out to the, uh, during the summers, we'd pull out to the, uh, to the, to the bike nights, like all the motorcycle bike nights. So, you know, you, you come out, you could see those guys on their big bikes and you'd be a little spectacle and like, you know, some of them look at them and like they, they get a good kick out of it. But I'm like, one of these days we're going to, we're going to show up to the bike night and someone's going to be like, yo, how do I find one of these? And they're going yeah, mean- to be in. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's the love for two wheels, dude. Like, I really don't think there should be, like, any any divisiveness. But like like we said in the very beginning of the podcast, it's like, there shouldn't be, you know, any sort of weird tension. It's two wheels, man. Two wheels will get you from point A to point B. And I think that's the love of just, like I said, having something in between your legs that propels you, dude. That's what it is. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
It's gonna have like a new T-shirt. It's gonna be like this is like a penis like helicopter like propelling you down the road on a moped. Dude, you got it. I got this thing That's thing between my legs. It propels me. But yeah, it's um, it's a weird love and a weird itch for sure. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, for sure. I <laughs> think <laughs> mm. it's cool too. Is like like talking to someone who's like really like you seem like you're like you've been into mopeds for a long time, but like you're like new to like the bigger like moped community. How did you feel about real like when you realized that there was like a bigger picture to this thing? I had no idea, man. It was a whole nother world. I went to that rally and I was like, I thought I was the only one. Guess I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wigged out, man. Like, I, this is so embarrassing. I'm not even playing. I was on my way back from the rally and I was like, I never want to hear the word moped ever again. <laughs> like, it got to the point where it was, I love mopeds, obviously, but it was so overwhelming, dude, that I was like, I need to just like decompress and not think about this shit. Cause it's, it's, it's like, it I would close my eyes and I would see mopeds, dude, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what's happening to me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, fast forward four years later, dude, and I have five bikes and I'm trying to do some other stuff. So it's, yeah, that's where we're at. The itch, dude. Yeah. We there should be a book written about it, honestly. Like <laughs> like a like a gonzo kind of like moped journey. That would be so cool. Yeah. Well maybe you can be the guy to write it, bro. Who knows? <laughs> dude, honestly I, I if I have the time I might. Um <laughs> I know I I know these guys that came down through Texas and they rode their magnums with only the stock magnums with only a pipe from cross country. I don't know. I think it was from like New York to California and it took them weeks, dude. Uh, I, I, I've only heard this story, so I can't, it's not a verifiable fact, but could you imagine that man? Like how fast does a stock magnum go? Let's say 30 with a pipe, right? Yeah. Cross country. It could take you a month. If not longer, for sure. Yeah, definitely a long time. Like, that's, I don't know, that's like saying that's like the Baker's Dozens and the pinball and stuff. It's like, that shit's sick. It's commendable. Uh, but, like, I couldn't, I don't think I could do it. Like, being on a moped for that, for that long, like, at a stretch, I'm like, ah. It, like, ruined my love for mopeds. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, dude. I would, like, I would do it just to, just to be like, dude, I did it. Yeah, like for the story that's that's it you know i did a lot of dumb shit in my in my life for the story but i'm like yeah it's like i'm like i I'm think like, that i couldn't handle it now i'd fall apart if you don't mind me asking how old are you man i'm 38 oh right on cool so cool, not cool. like super old but like old and old enough that i that i really wouldn't want to ride a moped for fucking 500 miles and in, in, in like a couple of days yeah, you're, I think it was longer. I think they were riding longer than that for sure. More than 500 miles. Yeah, like I'm, I'm into a hundred mile day. Like I like a long ride. Like going to a moped rally that's got like a long ride. That's like you know they might do a hundred miles in a day. Like for the Saturday, I'm like that's fun. I'm into that. You know, you break it up. You know, with some gas stops and like a cool location to hang out at. You know, hundred miles isn't isn't that bad when you break it up. But like, 
doing them straight not not the best <laughs> no no uh-uh. like it takes a toll on your body after my first rally dude like my neck was sore from wearing my helmet for so long my ass hurt i was stunned <laughs> like you name it i went through it i had a headache at some point like oh and this is the best part and this is the scariest like we went on this crazy like hilly ride in austin and then there was an extra ride that experienced riders like would go on right and it was a 20 mile like route and it was through the crazy freaking hills dude i i my first rally ever i i was like man i'm balls deep now so i went on the extra ride on the loner and um i got through it man but at some point i had to like push my bike up a giant ass hill and i couldn't do it and this lady on a pink scooter showed up like the fairy godmother and like like shined her light on me dude and uh, mm-hmm. this guy in a that stopped his car, hopped out, and helped me get my bike up the hill. And, um, what man, I forget where the hell I was going with that. But, but yeah, dude, it's like, I don't know about like riding it for long distances. I would be down, but, but yeah, you're right. I think breaking it up is more fun because just riding like for a while just sucks, you know? Yeah. I feel like one of the, like, one of the most like memorable, like, fun rides I ever had was like in Austin. Like, they took us out, like, it was like, Lester's Clubs Rally and they took us out for like the night ride on like a Friday night and we're just like you know I have no we all have no clue where we're from like where we're at because none of us are from there so we're just like follow the people in front of you and they just took us on this like cool ass road and like we end up in some neighborhood that's got this wide super wide street and it's like curvy and hilly and then they take us up into like this kind of like mountain like like mountainous like overlook spot that was like yep. i don't know it was super cool it was a fun ride for sure yeah uh man that's that's let me tell you for those that don't know like dallas is is like the businessy side of texas and austin is like more the la side and like what's cool is that there's nature there and the hills are awesome and like it's texas hill country man and, and i'll be honest with you there's nothing like it like like down by Austin, it's beautiful. So don't move there. Stop moving there, guys. <laughs> Get the fuck out, like please. Anyway, um, I want to move back to Austin eventually. Like I- I'm trying to get my real estate career situated up here, and then just dip dip when I can, and I have those finances to to do so. So that's my plan. Hell yeah. Well, hope it works out, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Sick. And I hope I hope whatever you're doing works out too. Yeah, man, grinding <laughs> every day, getting oh, after it. How it is? That's that's like life. Feed, feed my moped addiction. <laughs> yeah, like I need leftover cash so I can buy more mopeds. <laughs> Dude, that's what I tell my wife. I'm like, listen, we can, we can let me at least buy a couple moped parts, and we can do whatever else we want with these these like funds. I don't care. Just let me work on my bike. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I don't need much. Like, I'm a simple man. Like, let me get yeah. my bike, my bikes going, you know, some, buy some parts Bro, in there. We're cool. You're right. Like, that's the way it is. I'm a simple man, dude. Yeah. I just, let me bike. Like, you do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> Give me like, my space. Let me go. Sh- you want to go shopping? Like, no, I don't need to go shopping. I don't need new clothes. I don't need new shoes. I don't need freaking, you know, fucking new piece of furniture like i just want these couple moped parts man i'm easy easy to make happy <laughs> oh dude so easy, so easy. <laughs> uh, well thanks for coming on man i really appreciate it 
I know we had a a different plan when we set it up, but this worked out. I think this worked out pretty good by itself. I'm gonna I'm gonna help my friend down, man, and and he's a hoot, so we'll uh, we'll definitely do that in the future. Cool, I'm definitely down for sure. All right, thank you so much for your time, man. Yeah, um, man. Do you um, mind if I up real quick? Yeah, plug it up, dude. Tell everyone they can find you. Awesome. Um, Instagram handle is Rickum and Weep, R I C K E M and Weep. Um, Facebook page, same thing. Look me up if you if you want to buy a house in Texas. I'm your man. If you want to ride, I'm your man. So just holler at me. Hell yeah! And I'll tag you and everything on the uh, on the post when I put it up tomorrow. Oh yeah, awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Jason. I had a blast. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Hopefully, I uh, hope I'll see you in Nashville, dude. Dude, I will see you there. I'm going to personally shake your hand, all right? That's the problem. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm down. Hell yeah. All right, later, bro. Later, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Boom. That's another week of the podcast, dude. Thank you guys for listening once again. Um, I want to thank everyone for supporting the podcast. If you want to email us a topic or a guest that you think should be on the show, or you yourself would like to be on the show, you can email me at mopedmoneypodcasts at gmail.com. And, you know, go to Muppet Army, check out the site, check out, you know, the the rallies that are on the calendar so far. There's some cool ones coming up. Uh, like I said, homies in Philly, they haven't posted theirs on the site yet, but the dates are announced. So Philly's always a banger. I, I wouldn't miss it. You know, if you're on the East Coast and you're close, it'd be a fun one. Shout out again to the Zeros. I hope you guys had a blast at the swap meet this weekend. I can't wait to see more pictures and hear more about it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, if you would like, there is a little moped store we got, uh, mopedmonday.com. Check it out. You can pick up a hoodie, a t-shirt, some shit from there if you would like to. And that's it, man. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like touch a fly, was it moving? Like, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Wop, wop, wop. You fucking blew it. <laughs> That's idling.